Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned. I'm your host Ian and joining me as always is my co-host Nico. How's it going buddy? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Hopefully we have some slightly less technical issues than we did last week. You sound less robotic. I sound less robotic. Well yes, that was the issue that we kept happening and it essentially meant that we had to cut the episode a little bit short, didn't we? You know, normally when we do these shows we try, try and go about at least an hour and anything up to like an hour and a half. But I think we ended up clocking in at about 45 minutes last week just because it was almost becoming impossible for us to just chat about the film. Yeah, because it was like, I'm pretty sure we're doing it for about an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. With, with all the technical issues. Um, yeah. And, and by the time I managed to edit everything out and get it all down and like work with what was usable, we ended up at 45 minutes. <laughs> but anyway, we're here now. Everything's been working so well for the first... 63 seconds of this episode so i think i think we might be doing okay um this um we are a horror podcast sorry that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time this is episode number 49 and in today's show we're talking about the 1986 horror comedy movie critters uh nico have you seen critters before Mm, let me think about this a few times a few times i've seen this a few times as well i'm actually quite interested to to, to learn what you actually think about it upon re-watching it now um because i've got a feeling a slight feeling that this might fall into a category of kind of like a movie we've already reviewed in the show before but obviously we... we'll, we'll we'll talk about it more before we get into anything else nico this is the 47th movie on the show that we've reviewed, where do you think it's going to come on our leaderboard? Mm, see, this one's a bit of a a weird one for me. I think this is a tough one to predict because yeah. the, I think nostalgia factor plays a huge part in this. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think because... Like, see, it's it's almost fallen at the category of so bad it's good, but not quite. So, I so okay. I'd say it's going to hit like five, six ish type thing. You so think it's going to come in that. maybe with about like a five and a half out of ten? Yeah, you think that's right, where, roughly. You think, but given the critics, given our scores at the end, given the audience, that's what it's going to come in at. I'll I'll be generous. I'll say six. A six. So, okay, so a six yeah. would put it in thirty third place out of forty seven. It would put it slap bang in between World War Z and Halloween two. I would hope it would come above World War Z, but yeah, that okay. sounds about right. Okay, okay. You've been spot on in the last two episodes. Like you've gotten it absolutely perfectly correct, which I think is the only two times you've actually done that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm going to fuck up good and royally this week. And, uh, I'm this is actually... 32. This is, this is I'm actually saying 32 and it's going to come 23rd. Just this is actually going to be... No, this is actually going to come first. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Alien, fuck Halloween, fuck Reanimator, our current top three. Critters is absolutely the best horror movie of all time. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. Don't forget, if you would like to support this show... You can do so across our social medias. We're on Twitter, at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Pod of the Damned. 
We're on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned. Right now, you can still get early access to my latest mini-sode on there where I've talked about Slenderman. That's not going to go live on the podcast platforms until the weekend, so you can, if you want to check that out now, you can do so, and it literally just costs you one pound. I mean, Nico, what is, what is one pound? It's, it's a buck. It's a buck. It's a literal buck for those of you who are not from United Kingdom. Um, and you can email us, podofthedamned at gmail.com. Um, I, think that's, I think that's everything, isn't it, Nico? Shall we get on and just talk about this film? You never asked me if I had anything to promote. Yeah, because you never fucking do. Do you have anything to promote, Nico? Well, I don't. But you never ask. <laughs> okay, right. We are talking about... Critters. Of all the planets in the galaxy, they chose ours. They hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They light the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way, and they're hungry. This movie was released in 1986, was directed by Stephen Herrick and stars D. Wallace, M. Emmett Walsh and Billy Green Bush. The IMDb plot is as follows. A small group, but I I messed that up in two words. A group of... <laughs> <laughs> a small group. A small group, no. It's a group of small but vicious alien creatures called Krites escape from an alien prison transport vessel and land near a small farm town on Earth, pursued by two shape-shifting bounty hunters. Taglines for this movie, they bite, they eat so fast you don't have time to scream, and when you've got critters, you need all the help you can get. They're not actually the worst taglines in the world. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyways, so, you said you've watched this a few times over the years, Nico. This, I would imagine, would have been a film for you growing up that you might have watched a little bit. Um, Yes. Because, you know, obviously, I mean, what were you, like, five when this came out-ish? So, I would imagine in your sort of pre-slash-early teen years, this is probably a movie you've watched a fair few times. So, I'm just going to get straight into this. Okay, go for it. When you were growing up, there were two camps, and this camp was not the camp I was in. Were you right? in... Oh, sorry. I was in the Gremlins camp. I Were you in the Gremlins camp? Yes. So, this is something that very much popped up a lot when I was doing some research, when I was um, canvassing for, obviously, our listeners' opinions and seeing what other people thought of this film. Um, that is one thing that came up a lot. A lot of people accuse Critters of just being 
a Gremlins ripoff. Yes, because it is. However, and I'm gonna, and, well, I'm gonna sl- <laughs> like, whilst there are many, many similarities between the two films, right? And obviously, Gremlins came out two year, two years prior to this. I think Gremlins was eighty four, and this came out in eighty six. And when yeah. you watch the two movies, you can definitely see that in terms of the directing style, there's heavy influences from Gremlins there. But did you actually know that um, the the screenplay uh, had been for this movie had been written and bought before Gremlins was even announced? Well, no, I did not, because back in the day, everyone was one of two cops, and we never said that being a Gremlins camp. No, 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 but like, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not denying that there, there's massive similarities between the two films and the, the styles of the films. Um, yeah. But I, I just think it's something that's always worth pointing out. If you're talking about critters and people are saying, this is just a Gremlins ripoff, whilst I'm sure the director, whilst making this film, was heavily influenced by Gremlins, I do yeah. think it's worth pointing out that the actual idea for this film actually came before Gremlins was announced. I think I think that's just a fair thing to point out. I, I never knew that. I always thought it just was a rip-off. So, well, does yeah, that, does, that, burned me of something. does that change your opinion slightly? You might not change which camp you're in in terms of which film you pre- you prefer, but does that change your opinion slightly on the film? Does that make you want to give credit cr- a little bit more credit to gra- Critters? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're nothing if... Uh, I'm not a man who stands by your principles, Nico. I'll die on my sword. Okay, so... I, when it comes to Critters versus Gremlins, I'm yeah. with you. I'm in the Gremlins camp. I think Gremlins is a superior movie to this, right? Yes, 100%. Now, oh. do not get me wrong, this is an enjoyable movie. Okay, well, that's, which... the, that's essentially what I was going to ask you, but I was trying to ask you, how much enjoyment do you get out of Critters? It's, it's fun, but I'd rather watch Gremlins, to be honest. Well, this is the thing for me when it comes to Critters. Critters is seen as a horror comedy, which it is, in the, in the vein of Gremlins. And I feel like this is probably where there's most of our discussion is going to end up coming from. But, and I, I'm, I'm like, like you, I remember, I think my mum was a big fan of Critters. I remember watching this movie quite a lot. This and Critters yeah. 2. I think I prefer... It's been a long, long time since I saw Critters 2, but I do think I remember preferring the sequel. Yeah, like, oh, this is like this is the thing, right? Gremlins had a sequel in the second one is not a shadow on the first. Critters went the opposite way. All their sequels were so bad they were good. Like, yeah. genuinely, they're entertaining. Plus, I noticed that a lot more people that were slightly older than me, like two, three years older than me, preferred Critters to gremlins mm-hmm. so it was like a slight age thing as well yeah i can see uh, I, I can see that because i feel like i mean gremlins isn't really for kids but you know you can as as, as a kid if you're like an impressionable child i feel like you can watch gremlins and it's, you'll be fine right yeah because it's 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 more campy isn't it it's more you know laugh out loud just sort of not family friendly fun, but you know what you know what I'm sort of trying to get at. Yeah, but I I think this one appealed to like folk that were pre teenagers slash teenagers more. Just when you're starting had... to get into, you know, trying to be a little bit more edgy. Yeah, because well, the thing with this one is it had like Billy Zane's in it and all that shit. A you know, very what I mean? young Billy Zane. Might I yeah, it, 
and a lot of folk loved him. And it also had the real cool, like, the bounty hunter type thing on it instead of the gremlins. Yeah. Like, having the, the guy singer, what, what's it called again? The, the Johnny Power of the Night. I'm trying to remember the shitty song, the Power of the Night or something. P- Power of the Night, yeah. Not... Yeah. <laughs> so, so it had that sort of cheesy shit in it. So that sort of benefited it for that. Sort of yeah, area. it definitely... This film definitely has... If you're comparing it, like I say, again to Gremlins, this, this definitely has a much more sort of grimy feel to it, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, this is... Like, the whole when the face is changing and you see it, like, melt off the skull and then come back to it. It's it's quite cool. Well, and I think it's also worth pointing out that this film does have two absolute... Two members of horror royalty in this film. In D. Yeah. Wallace and Lynn Shay, who I think uh. everyone kind of forgets is in this film. Um... They're, they're, they're both here, and they're, like, Dee Wallace is absolutely going for it in this film. Like, she's totally chewing the scenery. Ah. And it's, 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 like, don't get me wrong. This is proper cheese. Like, this is, you cannot get more cheesy in a comedy horror. And it plays to that on several occasions. But, as I said, the, the sequels are better than this, I would say. Yeah, I, I they mean... Just, they I, just are way cheesier. I really can't remember much about 3, and is it is, is the fourth one not... A Critter's Attack, is it what it's called? The fourth one? Something like that. I actually have... Is that the one with the fight one? I can't remember, but I really can't remember. After 2, it kind of gets a bit blurry for me. I have the whole franchise sitting in my DVD collection, so I should maybe break yeah. that out one day, but um, I do remember preferring Critter's 2 to this, because yeah. as a horror comedy... There's not actually that many laughs in this film. Yeah. There's a couple of good moments, like the critter who gets set on fire and rolls immediately into the toilet bowl. Yeah, like uh, the, the best bit's the cut when they rebuild the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, was that you or your cat, Nico? It was just uncan- an uncanny impression. I, I just grabbed Sheena, that's what that was. That's what it was. Um, but yeah, like... Um, there, there's, there's not if to market this as a horror comedy for me. There's not enough laughs. Yes, I know. Like that's that's the way it was. But you just needed like about five jokes. And it was you say that, but Gremlins is a hell of a lot funnier than this film. I agree. That's why I was a Gremlins camp. <laughs> yeah, but but you can't say that this film's fine because it only has four or five laughs because that's the way things went. Where Gremlins only came two years before this and was significantly funnier and had a lot more gags. But that's the other part of what I mean. So, like, this is more aimed at the teenage audience. So you found that they would be trying to take shit more seriously. So there'd be less laughs, but they would still class as a comedy. So maybe it was just aimed at the wrong sort of audience, and for it to be seen as this big success of a film. Do you think they should yeah. maybe have taken a little bit of that edginess away, or would that have just made it even far too much closer to Gremlins? Exactly. I think it would have made it too close to Gremlins. So they did change it just enough is what I would think. But it's it's good. It is a it is a good movie. But again, when I was canvassing opinion, the the there's actually I don't think I actually got I don't think there was only one a couple of people who rated this like really, really highly. But no one yeah. really gave this like a low, low score. So it yeah. is 
is it is it nostalgia that makes people think this was actually a really good film? I think it's this is one of those ones because folk have rewatched it over and over again because this is one of those ones. It's that cheesy. You will watch it more than once. Yeah. But, so yeah, and it doesn't. But for me, I think, and I think like you've said earlier, what would have made this film even better probably would have actually improved it by a point or two is if they had just gone full whacked into it so bad it's good. Because they are, they're pretty close to it, to be fair. Because barring a couple of the people in this film, I think Dee Wallace does a fine job. I actually think M. Emmett Walsh, who plays um, the police chief, does fine. He he, he kind of plays that in every single film he's in. Um, yeah. But like, the dad, Jay, Billy Green Bush, you know, he reminds me of the dad from Troll 2. See, I, I love the fact that, like, the first thing you see him doing is wrapping his arms and his missus and wiping his hands and her fucking, like, you know, our, our, our uniforms, like, our penny thing that she's got. <laughs> you know, the apron. Yes. The that apron old... is what I was trying to yes, say. Yes, Nico. Oh, the sexism coming out of the, the wife uniform is what you're meaning. Uh, but lots of every <laughs> wife back then. Like, every wife back then in every movie had a, a fucking thing. <laughs> You've, you've got to have the ah, oh, you've got to have the flowery dress. The you've 80s, got to have the the eighties wife uniform, Nico. Uh, That's it. Nico's been cancelled. We'll have a new guest. We'll have a new co-host next week. Nico, you're sexist cancelled. pig that I am. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, because um, yeah, it, there's some of the performance in here are very troll to ask, aren't they? Yeah, but. And, but the, but this is the thing that always confuses me, right? Because you are a stark defender that you don't think that Troll 2 is so bad it's good. You think it's just bad. It's just bad, yeah. So how much further into bad does this film need to lean for it to be so bad it's good? Because you don't think this is so bad it's good either. But obviously I'm assuming yeah. for different reasons. You think this is not so bad it's good because you think this is just okay. Yeah. That's so how much further it. does it need to lean? Where, like... Where where's where does it stop? Where's the line for you in terms of because Troll Two is not so bad, it's good, it's just bad. Critters is yeah. not so bad, it's good, it's just decent. So where's the line for you for so bad, it's good? What constitutes the, so bad, it's good? The the line is somewhere that I haven't worked out yet. <laughs> <laughs> what to you is a quintessential so bad, it's good film? Uh, like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is oh, which is quite no. so. Which is quite similar to this, but it's worse. You know what I mean? How about things like Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yeah, that's just quite bad, to be honest. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just trying to sort of come, come up with stuff. Try, the top try of my to judge head. it. Yeah. How about things like Thanks Killing? Oh, Jesus. No, just bad. No, okay. just bad. Um, yeah, yeah you know, I'm kind of with you for this film. I don't think this film is so bad it's good. I think it definitely got some performances in there that might merit that conversation but i don't actually think it's so bad as good what i was actually going to say earlier as well because i said that this might fall into the category of another film that we've previously reviewed in the show and whilst they're slightly different they're, they're vastly different films i was actually comparing it to an american werewolf in london because we oh, really? both when we reviewed that film went into it remembering it really really well but when we actually reviewed the show we were like you know what like whilst we still think this is a good film and we both like that film it maybe just wasn't Nowhere quite as good as we as much, remembered yeah. it being. Yeah, like the nostalgia factor really boosted it up. Yeah, and I think that's maybe the case with this film as well. See, I see. I'm, I'm, I didn't go into this thinking it's like 
a masterpiece. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, re- I remember this is exact same way as it is. Whilst American Werewolf in London, you know for a fact I was going to that good. This is the best werewolf movie ever. And then I watched it again. I'm like, it's really not. No, and now that's when we realize. Well, I think we actually have two different best werewolf movies because I think, if I'm remembering correctly, yours is still Dog Soldiers. Yes. Where mine's isn't. Yeah. Dog Soldiers is my second favorite werewolf movie. Yeah, so you're wrong. You need to change it to your... I'm absolutely not wrong. I, you know me, I adore... We're, we're going off on a tangent here. You know I adore <laughs> Dog Soldiers with, like, every fibre of my being. And it is a movie that we still haven't covered on the show, and we will do one day. But my favourite werewolf film of all time, I'm sorry, is Ginger Snaps. See, it's a close second for me. So I prefer... Well, close third, sorry, because I prefer Ginger Snaps back. But, yeah... Well, I guess the listeners can decide for us. That can be the listener question of the week. What's the best werewolf Which movie one ever? of us... No, not even just what is the best werewolf. Which one of us has picked a better werewolf film? So if you oh, agree on. with Nico that Dog Soldiers is better than Ginger Snaps, or if you agree with me that Ginger Snaps is better than Dog Soldiers, email us at podofthedamned.gmail.com or let us know... You know what? I'm going to put a Twitter poll out this week. You, you know what's good? You you called me sexist, right? That is going to be very sexist because it's going to be one side votes male and one side votes female sort of thing. <laughs> you think it's the boys? Do you think all the girls will vote for dog soldiers and all the boys will vote for ginger snaps? Other way around. <laughs> I think all the boys will vote for dog soldiers. Okay. And I think all the girls will vote for ginger snaps. Okay. Um, well, well, Nico, most of my it? friend group that's the way they are. Well, Nico, I can't help but notice that the sexism is just continuing to ooze out of you. Ooze out, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going by my friend group. You're the odd man out. That's all I'm saying. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll find out, won't we, when we, when I put out a Twitter poll. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do that um, pretty shortly, actually, after after we record this episode. Because that's actually something... I, no, no, because... It, I know you're a big fan of Ginger, Sna- and Ginger Snaps back, but in terms oh, yeah. of, like, I know you're a big fan of it as well, and I'm a big, you know I'm a massive fan of Dog Soldiers. Anyways, yeah. right, this tangent has taken up too much, too much of this episode. Um, I want to talk about some of the real positives of Critters, because I do think there's a load of positives out there. And for me, the be- actually one of the best aspects of this film is the, the, the practical effects. Yes. Don't you think that they stand up incredibly well? Yes, because that's what I mean by the like the effects, the face melting, then reforming is just brilliant. Not even just that, even just the general sort of cuts and scrapes and wounds that people actually sort of receive. You know, I think the critters themselves, you know, they're they're part of that sort of eighties puppet. Like again, like gremlins, like things. So did you ever see Ghoulies? Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's sort of in that vein, isn't it? But I think that all holds up very well. I think things like all the explosions in the movie hold up really, really... I just think, in general, the effects in this movie are kind of great. Aye, the only effects that have aged really badly is the space ones. Like, for their, for yeah. their landing on Earth and stuff like that, you can see how bad it is. Yeah, but again, that's one of those ones that you just kind of forgive, isn't it? You know, because Aye, it was the 80s. It was the mid-80s. And I think as well for me, you know, you we we'd had horror movies for we've had horror movies for a very very long time at this point, 
And yeah. how many films do you know that still come out to this day and can't get, you know, a, a half-decent practical neck wound to look good? Or blood to look good? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, and even some... And even bigger budget, bigger name movies can be sort of fall victim into the traps of having pretty shit effects. Whereas yeah. this is just a, a relatively low budget, mid-80s practical effect puppet horror movie. And they, for me, get spot on. Yeah. I must agree with that. Look at that. Us actually agreeing on something for once. I know. I know. We, um, we've, well, we've had our argument already for this episode. I'm sure we'll probably have another one before the end of it. But <laughs> um, what about... So we've agreed on the effects. You know, I think this is quite good in terms of pacing. It's not a super long film. I think it's relatively atmospheric at times. Some of the jokes right. land, some of the jokes don't land. So, like, all, all in all, I feel like I'm kind of talking myself in and out of this. Because yeah. I went into watching this movie heavy on the nostalgia. I remember, I remember watching this with my mum growing up thinking, you know, this we're going to be reviewing something really cool here. We've had quite a few members of our, our followers and listeners actually asking us for this movie to be reviewed. So I was going on this in a real high. Then I watched the film and I came into quite a bit of a low, hence the early portion of our discussion. And now I've started listening to the positives. I'm starting to feel really high on the movie again. Because well, you get, the negatives are like... Perfect example is Billy Zane that I was talking about. His scene where he's got a bite in his stomach, that is just fucking awful, right? <laughs> that is what, like one of the worst scenes in the movie. But then you've got other scenes where it's like just after the critter eats the fucking like firecracker and the <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's, that's funny. I like that shit. Yeah. That's funny. So it's 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 a movie of swings and roundabouts, if you know what I mean. Because yeah. You you saying you're talking you're in in and out of the movie. The movie is like that. The movie has that bits that are in and out. Like there's good bits and bad bits. And this that's why I mean it's it's not so bad. It's good. It's it's just I think, okay. There's I think there's this, bad bits in the good movie. If you know what I mean. I think if this movie had gotten into the film quicker, in terms of like the main, because it takes a good solid what like half an hour for the critters to really sort of make an appearance in the film. Yeah. And I think that opening half hour potentially could be the issue. Yeah, because like they're they're focusing on the family a bit too much. By like the, way, the whole the whole slingshot firing at her arse and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You're fucking... like, oh, I've got, I've, is that you focusing on the female form again? <laughs> you oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just I'm just reading. That's one of the scenes that no, you're like, abs- no, you you're can see it coming right. a mile away. You know what I mean? You know they focus too much on um, you know, is it Charlie being this sort of the town drunk? Um, yeah, you know, and then him being in the cells for a night and and blah blah blah. They focus a lot on like the family dynamic and you know grounding Brad and you know there is a lot of that yeah. and like whilst it's nice to build up and flesh out the characters a little bit, I feel like because people like a couple of them aren't the best actors in the world, um, yeah. you know that kind of that definitely for me hinders the movie. I think this film, whilst it's relatively short, I think it comes in at like an hour twenty eight. Probably could have actually done with even being like a little ten minutes shorter and just cutting a lot of that early stuff out. Well, I think they should have focused on the critters more than that bit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, them actually like arriving. Yeah. 
Yeah, in, I instead guess. Of, instead of showing us a family dynamic with, oh, let's have them being normal siblings by having each other kick each other under the table. Like, you don't need that fucking scene. You know Can what I, I mean? Yeah. Can I also just say, right? They say firecrackers a lot. This kid is making full on fucking dynamite. <laughs> like, those are yeah. sticks of dynamite. Well, not as powerful, but I get you, I get you. Did, did you ever have firecrackers growing up? Well, we stay in the UK, so they were hard to come by. But have you ever per- purchased a firecracker before? I mean, fireworks are are legal here. I'm I'm not saying that I didn't do things with them. Like... Have you? Did you ever have a firecracker that looked like that? Uh, no. No, that kid has pretty much got full on fucking dynamite in his hands, and everyone's yeah, just but like, as ah. I said, it, we're in UK, right? The the Americans do it bigger. <laughs> it's the easy way of putting that. Wow. Bit of xenophobia for you there as well, Nick. Oh, come on! <laughs> yeah, fuck off! Right? <laughs> you know exactly why. Oh, this is so much fun. I think I, I think I can just go... I think this is just how we should do the episodes every single time. It's just you, just you, you speaking and me just pointing out every little problematic thing trying to get you cancelled. Maybe we'll get you cancelled one day. <laughs> I'm the funny one out of the tears. You can't get me caught. <gasps> I was told that last night. I was like, what? Who told you that? <laughs> I I was in a club that begins with T. Do you, do you like that reference? There? I, Everyone that it... knows us will get exactly where I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does it not begin with a, a C? <laughs> no, I said it's a club that begins with T. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, carry on. Uh huh. So, so I was in there, and someone I know introduced me to somebody who was listening to the podcast. They put them onto the podcast, and she's like, "That's Nico." She's like, "No," and I'm like, "I am Nico. What's up?" And she went, "Say something funny. You're the funny one." Uh, okay. Am I am I familiar <laughs> with this person? Uh, no, I don't think you are. Well, if, if person, whoever you are, if you're listening. Stop listening. You're not allowed to listen anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm banning you from listening to the show. <laughs> oh, it's fucking brilliant. Wow. I, but I, I, I do tell all of my friends about the podcast, and some of them do actually listen. Oh, I, I, I would hope so, and, and I hope they would all realise that you are, in fact, not the funny one at all. That that should be the other poll. Is Nico the funny one? <laughs> Who is the funny one? We, we, we can do two, two, two Twitter polls in a week. <laughs> Who's the funny one? The you dirty know, old body. We'll do the two listener the... questions of the week as well. If you would like to email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com. Who is funnier? Who is funnier, Nico? Is it me or is it you? I think you'll find... I, I, I'd like to differ. I think I'm incredibly funny. Oh, you... I, I can't help but notice that I've just made you laugh for a solid few minutes there. Uh, yeah, I'm laughing at myself. Are you? Are you laughing at yourself? I don't think you are, Nico. Okay. Okay. Go so yes, I'm, I'm, I'm the funny one, so it doesn't matter. Well, you can stop saying that. <laughs> stop telling lies. <laughs> hey, I'm just going by what I've been told. You're t- but you're being, you're being told lies, Nico. You're being fed false information. <laughs> Fake news! Fake news, Nico. You're being fed false information by that goddamn liberalist media. You alright there? No, I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm the funny one. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm just throwing a little ta- I think that's the biggest tantrum I've probably thrown on the show, to be fair. See, the viewers will think you're just putting that on it, and I know you, you. That was real. That was real. That came from the heart. Yeah. That came from my soul. Uh, that really, really did. You you do know me. That's, that's why yeah. we're co-hosts on this. One of the one of this highly successful <laughs> horror podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to critters because we keep getting off on a tangent. Back to critters, right. Nico. Yes, come on, drag us back. <laughs> come up with. Why don't you start a point for a change, Nico? Show us your value on the podcast. <laughs> so, what did you think of the crates? <laughs> and as in the creature design. But yeah, I thought well, it was quite a good creature. You know design, what? Actually. <laughs> Fuck it, you've actually raised a point of it. <laughs> See, I could do your job too, motherfucker. <laughs> um, you know what? One of the things, again, that I was reading when I was doing research for the show was that um, not so much from like pe- like the actual audience, but from film critics, which um, they were they would criticize this movie for not having an intimidating creature. They didn't think really? that the critters was scary enough. And I actually think the creature design for this is pretty fucking cool. I think they Same. look they look they look cool. I love the fact that they roll everywhere. They look like little bits of tumbleweed. Um Yeah. I'm not hundred percent convinced by the the, the, the human sized critter. Why? I don't know. I think that that out of all the design and all the effects, I think that's the one that probably looks a bit the most hokey. See, I agree with that, but I think that's the part of the so bad it's good one because that one is really bad. Yeah, I think that's that's I I I no, I think I just agree with you. Fuck. <laughs> um, but no, I think in general for me, um, I'm a big fan of the creature design. I think, I think they made us they made something. That that made it quite easy to explain how they get about, to make it explain, you know, how they manage to sort of like overpower people because they're very small. So they use the poison darts, they use the power of surprise, they use their quickness because they roll everywhere. So I I think it was a really clever creature design. Yeah, I, I like the whole like poison dart thing. I think that's a good twist on it because anything else it would have just been, yeah, this is fucking. A hundred percent gremlins. At least they put something else in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and to like, be fair, they only minorly look like gremlins. Yeah, but to be fair, who would win in a fight? I reckon gremlins would win just on sheer numbers. Because as soon as they're losing, they chuck somebody in water. No, and it done. Well, yeah, you. Uh, are we talk like? Are we talking about a one-on-one battle, or are we talking about a bunch of? I'm talking about the whole. I'm talking about this movie versus Gremlins, how they work, right? Well, yeah, so Dan, I think you would you, be right. You've got them. Uh, I think you'd probably be right, power of numbers. However, if you're talking about a one-on-one battle between one Gremlin and one Critter, I think the Critter then, would win. Yeah, yeah, but the Critter couldn't fire that much poison darts for all of the Gremlins. But it could, it could make multiple huge Critters. Yeah, but then you've got the thing, it would eat the Gremlins, so it would get bigger and bigger. Exactly, exactly. And then, as well, you know, if we're fast-forwarding into cr- cr- Critters 2, you got the Critter Ball. Yeah. Which... Fuck, I forgot about that. I uh, see. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, no oh. one's, 
Like, I can't actually, right, see, watching this film, we're we're both in the exact same camp. Gremlins is a... not. It's not really that close either. Gremlins is just a pretty superior film, right? Yes. But I, if I cannot stress this enough to anyone who's watched Critters and thought, you know what, that was kind of fun, go and watch Critters 2. Yes. Or even I would if you say watched, that to anyone anyway. Or even, if like, even if you didn't yeah, like this. Yeah, no, yeah, no I was just like... Go and watch Critters 2, because I think Critters 2, whilst on if you go looking at it technically from like a specific standpoint, it's probably not a better film, but it's a more enjoyable film. Yes. And I think people will get a lot more fun out of watching Critters 2 than they would out of Critters. But do you think the same as me, though? If he'd actually went down to the cellar to protect his dad, this movie would have been a lot shorter. Yes. Like, like the mum holding him back is just like, really? Yeah, like, like, Dee Wallace is kind of annoying in this film for a little bit, isn't she? Yeah. Until they sort of get back in the house, and then she's like, no, fuck this, I'm just going to start shooting the shit out of critters. Yeah. Then, and at that, that point, she's sort of like, as you said earlier, she's sort of like that classic 80s housewife where she's just sort of screaming the house down. Yeah. Being this sort of, you know, perceived as this sort of weak woman role. Um, uh. can, I, can I also just say, how fucking long are Billy Zane and the daughter making out in that barn? I know. He should have at least got balls deep at that point. I mean, if that was me, I'd have been done like three times already. But, um, like, so much fucking shit happens in that in that space of time. And they're still just, like, making out. She's the, the one. Earth, the earth moved, remember? <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, just, it reminds me. It's like, it's the total opposite. It reminds me of the opening scene to Halloween. You know, when we're following young Michael Myers and, like, he's watching his sister go upstairs with her boyfriend and literally, like, uh, 30 sec, 30, not even 30 seconds later, he's like, right, good night, I'm finished. Hi. Hi. I'm done. <laughs> I've got a napkin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but... <laughs> Whilst Billy Zane is like, yeah, let's just kiss for fucking 40 minutes. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. he was struggling. Maybe he has erectile dysfunction. <laughs> he maybe needs Viagra. Maybe he does need Viagra. It's a serious condition, Nico. Not one that I, I personally suffer with, but it's a it's a serious condition. Oh, I got asked last night if I use Viagra. Sorry. Is it because you're an old man, Nico? Uh, well, one of my friends that I was out with last night, like, every single night I go out with this cunt, he always asks how old I look to people. Because he's younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, every single most time... of the human population are younger than you, Nico. No, they're not. I'm 41. I am not that old. I I am middle-aged. Okay, carry on. So, it, I'm in the middle. So, what do people normally say to you? So, yes, um, they, they normally say that I'm, like, a year or two older than him. Not by much. And you how know old's I mean? your friend? And it, and it drives him insane. That's all I'm saying. And how old's your friend? Uh, my friend is 24. <laughs> Fuck off! No one ever looked like Nico. I, like oh, we're friends. I love you, right? But there's <laughs> no fucking way that you look twenty six. I, I last night I got accused of being twenty seven, and the oldest was thirty two. I think it was she said thirty three, so, something like that. I'm thirty one. Yes, there's a decade between us, and people yes. generally tell me that I look like I'm twenty five. Yes. So, there's, so people think we look the same fucking age. Not a... Yeah. Nah, 
No, I'm not. I, I'm not I guarantee, I guarantee if you asked that question, a few people would say you're older. Right, Nico, I want you, right, third <laughs> listener question of the week, guys. Right? I want you to post, send me an up-to-date photo of you. No. Yes. No. Send me a, send me a, I'll steal one from your Facebook, it's fine. <laughs> There's no up-to-date ones on my Facebook. There's relatively up-to-date, you've not changed that much in the last few years, it's fine. Um, I'll, I'll, pull, I'll just pull one from your Facebook and we're going to post a post <laughs> photo of me and a post a photo of you and we're going to uh, see who people think look older that would be funny or something similar in that Cause see that, I, that... I still think I look older and plus they know so they're not going to go wrong are they it's, mm. it's for people that don't know us that's the problem well we can post it before I post this episode okay Anyways, um, Nico, right, we're, we've gone off on many tangents. We've talked a bit, we've talked quite a bit about critters. Is there anything else about critters that you want to talk about, though? Uh, not really, though. No? Okay, that's fine. We can move on, then. What What? What do you think about the ending, though? What, the, the, the sequel bait? Yes. The fact that we find critter eggs? Yes. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I obviously knowing that we get a full franchise out of this, um, it's it's a perfectly satisfying ending, don't you think? Yeah. So it, that's obviously why they escaped the prison. That's the they were breathing basically. Mm-hmm. They're just which I, I quite like it. Horny little critters. Eh, crites actually, mate. Crites. Well, do you want to go back and correct me for all the times that we we both said critters in this episode? Didn't think so. Have, Didn't think so. Have we? I I never noticed. anyways right with that being said we shall move on then to our next segment we'll talk about the ratings no we won't that's the wrong segment we'll talk about some trivia (laughs) i'm sure if we bashed your head in all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out you feel that right mate no that's me fucked up both uh, (laughs) the intros to both fucking segments now yeah (laughs) well We'll start off, as we always do, with the finances of this movie. According to IMDb, this movie had a budget of $2 million, which is nothing really, isn't it? $2 million? $2 million. I genuinely thought it would be, like, more than that. Yeah, that's what I was saying to you earlier. Like, this is a pretty low-budget like low budget film. A gross worldwide, $13.1 million. Again, I don't think this will... I think this will have, will have suffered from the people just prefer Gremlins uh, yeah. crew, so... But, I mean, that's still six, time it's, six times its budget, so I think that's probably still, like, a half-decent return. Um, yeah. As I said earlier, uh, they they promoted... they pro- I think what the issue was for this film was, right, it was promoted as... New Line Cinema's answer to Gremlins. They marketed around that. And I think that's what hurt this film. Should never do that. They should never have done that. They should have, because as I said to you earlier, the screenplay had been written and bought before Gremlins was even announced. Um, the director, um, who also wrote the screenplay, said that he uh, based this on a nightmare he'd experienced as a child. So obviously long before Gremlins was even a, con- a conceived idea. Um, but yeah. New Line Cinema promoted it as their answer to Gremlins. So I think that's what really hurt this film. Yeah. Well, it, it will always hurt it if you've got something so similar yeah. and so well-loved. Um, Charles Kyodo, 
who designed the Krites, based uh, the based them sorry on t the Tasmanian Devil, Taz, the Looney Tunes. Yeah, Which... that's the only trivia part I knew. I was hoping you wouldn't say it. Oh, sorry. Maybe next time we do some trivia. Maybe I should let you go first. No, it's fine because okay. I'm shit at the trivia thing nowadays, that's fair. unless it's like eighties or nineties. You yeah, know you're shit at the trivia. You're shit at everything. You know, you being funny. You're shit at being funny. You're shit at not looking old. What <laughs> is is that you trying to be funny? Is that you trying to be funny? <laughs> what are you gonna say next? I remember your <laughs> crickets, Nico. Crickets. Corey Burton, who voices the critters. <laughs> How did you break yourself with that one? <laughs> crickets. I can't help but notice that you're the one laughing, not me. Mm, you definitely laugh there if you listen back. Don't believe I'm laughing right now. Okay, I'll guarantee you've got the cheesiest grin on your face right now. I am completely poker faced, Nico. I'm good at poker, you know. My arse. <laughs> no one wants to think about that. Corey Burton, who voices the critters, also came up with their language, um, which he described in interviews as combining elements of French and Japanese. What? The, the little language, because the critters like actually speak. Oh yeah, I know that, but it was combined with French and Japanese, what? Yeah, apparently combined elements of French and Japanese, not two languages you would really throw together. Yeah, you can definitely tell that those were thrown together, and yeah, that works. Um, you know, obviously we said that the, the Critter Ball doesn't show up until Critters 2. This is the only Critters movie where one of them grows to human size. Um, in the other movies, um, the Critters don't actually grow from eating. So, this yeah. is the only film that actually has that concept. Is that a concept you think they should have carried on? Not really, but that makes sense, because then that's the one that laid the eggs, I bet you. Yeah. Um, I, thought they, I thought they got bigger in the one with the white one as well. Did they? I, I, honestly, see, like I said earlier, honestly, I can't remember much beyond Critters 2. I have the yeah. movies sitting on my shelf. I really should break them out and have a little movie marathon. I might do it in my 31 days for October. Okay. Um, last bit of trivia that I've got the prop department so do you know how they made the critters uh, no the prop department went to the local nice and naughty store and bought a whole load of merkins no really <laughs> so the critters are made are partly made from merkins I know what we're gonna do for us horror movie what we're gonna <laughs> do is have Everyone run away from pubic wigs, okay? Yep. Little did they know that's a thing. <laughs> Nowadays, nobody's got pubes. Yes, nobody. Coming from a guy with a mighty bush. On your face? No, I've got the mighty bush somewhere else. Oh, wow, wow. I think that's just, that's just TMI, Nico, isn't it? Hey. Or a cushion. It's the cushion. Sure. Shall we move on? It's it's a Zoolander joke. You know, but shall, shall, shall we move on? I suppose so. <laughs> this has been the most bizarre last six minutes of a podcast we've ever done. <laughs> so, have you got a mighty bush? I uh, I do not <laughs> have a mighty bush, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm relatively well maintained. <laughs> 
Anyways, we shall move on to our final section of the show. And we'll do yeah, the, we'll do the ratings and we'll do the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Nico, I'm fucking dandy. Uh, we'll start off as we always do with the critics. IMDb scored this movie a 6.1 out of 10. Metacritic scored it 5.2 out of 10. Nico, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes critics scored this film? See, this is one of those ones that when you talk to people, it's half and half. So I'll go about... Because more people seem to like it than not, I'll go 55. Okay, and what about the Rotten Tomatoes audience? Oh shit, that's the 55. Uh, Do you listen to what I actually say to you? Rotten Tomatoes critics! I'll say 45 for critics, 55 for audience. So Rotten Tomatoes critics scored this 50%, and the Rotten Tomatoes audience scored this 45%. Fuck off! You should have switched it. You did that last week as well. I know, it's fucking annoying. Uh, Critics' consensus was, whilst Critters ekes out some fun from a game cast and screwball tone, the titular monsters fail to deliver the credible menace that menace, sorry, that makes a creature feature satisfied. So that's what I was saying to you earlier about the critics saying that they didn't actually find the creatures scary enough. I don't really think that's, that's a factor in this film, to be honest. See, that's why I was going like 40-45 for them, because I, I seem to remember the critics not liking it. Yeah. Um, as but, always, but not saying it was bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. As always, we throw it out to you guys, our listeners and our followers, asking for some of your opinions. Uh, we'll go through some of them and then give your average score. Not another playlist gives this a six out of ten. Was my main inspiration in becoming an intergalactic bounty hunter. Damn crites. Uh The Talking Shiz podcast also gives it a six out of ten. It was Gremlins, but on steroids. A friend of the show, Ren, says, I just watched this again rather recently and my memories were better than the actual film. However, that being said, it's still a very fun creature feature with just as many laughs as scares, even if unintentional. Five out of ten. The as-yet-untitled media podcast project gives it a 6.5. I actually prefer the goofier Critters 2, which we've both agreed with. Uh, Ryan Brewer on Twitter says, I'd give it a solid eight. I have fond memories of it, but it's not my favourite of the 80s puppet horror genre. That that title still goes to Ghoulies. And finally, again, friend of the show, Daniel Ryan, says, eight, pretty obvious Gremlins ripoff, and a bit corny at times, but still a fun romp. Uh, On average, uh, the listeners and followers that rated this for us gave this movie a 7.3 out of 10. So, again, that's, for me, that's where we were talking earlier. That's where I think that nostalgia factor is coming into play. Yeah. Uh, but that just leaves us, Nico. So on a scale of zero to ten, what are you gonna rate Critters? See, mm, I'll go a six. You go a six. Yeah. Well, you know what? Nico... There's, Sorry. Because there's a lot of bad points in it, and there's a lot of good points as well. But it this is the closest I'll get to. It's so bad, it's good without it being classed as it's so bad, it's good. Okay. Okay. You know what, Nico? I'm right there with you. I'm also going to give this a 6 out of 10. Alright, okay. I think... Listen, I I don't think this is anywhere near as close as Gremlins. Um, yeah. So I don't think we can give it the sort of... Gremlins is currently sitting in 14th place. It's got a 7.6 out of 10. 
you know, I think this is a solid couple of couple of points below that. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, a six out of ten. There's some really good stuff in here. I think Critters Two is better. I'd probably rate Critters Two slightly higher. Probably still not massively higher because of technical aspects of things, but I think a six out of ten is perfectly fine for this. Um, so with that being said, giving all of our scores, the critics and our followers and listeners scores, we get our average score, which gives Critters a 5.7 out of 10. It means it is tied for 34th place on our leaderboard, Nico. So you are literally one place out. Fucker. You said 33rd. Yeah. It's uh, tied on the same score as Bad Samaritan. Okay. You actually rated Bad Samaritan higher. You rated Bad Samaritan a 6.5. Yeah. I rated it a 4. Uh, it's one place below Halloween 2, one place above Skype's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which you actually gave an 8 to. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I'm not such a big fan, and neither are, neither it would appear anyone else. <laughs> I, I like the making the weapon. Anyway, um, but... I think, you know what, given our scores, I think we're both probably in agreement that Critters probably deserves to just be sort of a few places higher in our leaderboard, if it yeah, was up to it... us. Put it this way, it's worth a watch once in a blue moon, it's a switch your brain off and just have a fun movie, but it's not something you can put on again and again. No, I think if you were going to go into it, you obviously have to maybe watch it to get what's going on, but go and watch Critters too. Yeah. That's, I think that's actually what we're both saying, isn't it? Yeah. Fair enough. Then. Well, sorry, did you have something else there? No, I just burped, sorry. Oh! <laughs> I, I thought I did it. I thought I did it very well, but thanks for pointing that out. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Ever the professional, Nico. Cheers. Thanks for that. No problem. Uh, that is going to do it for this week's show. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us across our social medias. We're on Twitter at Damn Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Pod of the Damned. You can email us. We've put out we've put out quite a few different questions for you on there. Email us answers to any of them. Pod of the Damned at gmail.com. Uh, they'll also probably be going up across our social medias over the next few days as well. So check out our socials. We're going to be doing some cool polls there as well. Uh, you can uh, also support us on our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned. Right now you can get early access to my mini-sode on Slenderman. Uh, which you get one week early access to on our Patreon before it gets released across our other platforms as well. And it just costs a pound. It's literally, it's not very much. One pound, one dollar, whatever it is in your, your currency. It doesn't even choice. buy you a coffee nowadays. It doesn't even buy you a coffee. You know what, Nico? It doesn't even buy you anything at Poundland anymore. How? Because nothing in Poundland costs a pound anymore. Really? I don't know. We don't have one. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, so yeah, that, that's weird. <laughs> up next on the show, um, there'll be a mini-sode, like I say, that mini-sode of Slenderman will be coming out the weekend, but in our next main episode, it is finally here, Nico, our 50th episode. We've made it to 50, which is a yes. sentence you'll be saying within the next decade. Hey, <laughs> put one on there um yeah no we've, we've made it to 50 episodes so we're going to be doing something a little bit different if you've been following us across our social medias over the past you'll have noticed over the past sort of week few weeks i've been posting um the chance for you guys to literally ask us anything so we're going to be doing a nice fun little q a section um i might see if i can work out some logistics this week and see if we can do it live nico uh, that'll be up for that i've never done a live one so um 
you know, well, I'll, I'm going to try and see if I can sort that out this week. And uh, obviously, we'll post updates across our social medias as well. But uh, yeah, a nice little Q&A. Go onto our social medias. The, the posts are still there. Go to Facebook. They're on YouTube. They're on our Twitter. Go through our previous posts. You can still post questions to us. But we've already got a really good response. We've got some really cool, fun things to talk about. Some are podcast related. Some are horror related. Some are neither. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So yeah join us for that like i say if it, we're going to be doing it live we'll be posting the link across our social medias i'll well. even get dressed for it how's that sound oh wow nico you put on your put on your best makeup and dresses no i'll just put clothes on <laughs> are you naked right now nico again of course anyways <laughs> <clears throat> nico have you got anything to plug have i got anything to plug no no, of course you fucking don't. Um... <laughs> Unless you're classier. Right, anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought I'd go the full hog with the sexist part. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nico won't be joining us for our 50th episode of q <laughs> um, Anyways, thank you. Thank you once again, Nico, for joining me. Well, thank you for having me on again. <laughs> thank you to you guys at home. For downloading, listening to our episodes, we've been getting um, a really positive response over the past couple of weeks on the podcast. Um, you know, we're 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 moving back again in positive directions. You know, we took we took a couple of breaks there over the summer. Um, well, or I took a couple of breaks there over the summer um, to sort of help myself out through there. So, thank you very much to everyone who's been coming back and continuing to listen to the show. We've been down like we, me and Nico, were talking off air. You know, we've had. People from new countries downloading us. We're now downloaded in 41 different countries throughout the world, which is absolutely mind-blowing. I know, I don't know how that feels for you, Nico, but it's just weird, isn't it, that when you think about all these different places across the world, our voices have been heard. The weirdos that listen to us. The weirdos that listen to us. So there's definitely, we're definitely part of that weirdo group as well. Yes, we are 100% weird. But yeah, once again, thank you to everyone. And until next week, On the Pod of the Damned, just remember, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't.